your boy king known uncensored baby the hottest most controversial opinion in the streets oh yeah oh yeah man how y'all feel about them king known awards man i know y'all motherfuckers love it i hate it and i don't give a fuck if you do both because niggas gonna cry and niggas gonna rejoice just like a funeral baby but anyway this king known uncensored baby do the Lakers really need LeBron James? Well, we're not going to get to that right now because I did not get to do my Wale for Lauren review. I know y'all been asking, like, where the fuck is the review at, dog? Supposed to be feed the streets, dog. Well, bitch, I've been busy, pussy hoe. I've been busy. Calm it down. But yeah, man. For Lauren, too. I mean, I only listened to the original one one time. Only song I really liked on For Lauren 1 was uh, Let a Nigga Know. That's my favorite shit. But For Lauren 2, let me tell you something, boy. That's a bad motherfucker. Wale, definitely one of them top five, top ten dudes in the game. And they seem to leave Wale off list. You know, and I have unfortunately been one of those guys that have left him off list before. It's not that he isn't great. It's just sometimes I forget. That's my fault. That's not anything against Wale. Because everybody knows, you know, Kendrick Cole, them two niggas, they the best. No doubt. Wale on their level, though. That's one thing that they don't know. Guys like Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Guy like Jordan Lucas, Westside Gun, Benny Conway. Wale is one of them dudes. He's up there right with them. If not better than some of them niggas I named. So we ain't forget about you, Wale. I never forgot. I always pump your shit. You know what I'm saying? From the album about nothing to some old sunset, the motherfucking ambition, the goddamn 
gifted. Wale has some of the best discographies of any one of these artists. A lot of these artists they ain't, they ain't get to put out three albums. So you gotta salute that man for what he did on this album, man. God damn. Um, my favorite joint on there is Caramel. Like, listen, let me tell you something, man. That Caramel song make you wanna actually uh, commit to somebody. <laughs> um, more love. That's my shit, boy. That's that vacation music. They gonna have my man from Boys to Men on there, boy. Wow. That song is a whole vibe. That more love shit. Down south with uh Yellow Beezy and Maxo Cream. Let me tell you something, man. Maxo Cream had the hardest verse on that song, boy. That nigga was snapping. Yeah, it was a dude. It was a cat that I fuck with, man. That I grew up with that that put me on Maxo Cream, man. And I kind of slept. I like I like the song Maxo got with uh, Megan, and I like and, and that sold out shit. That's the first time I heard uh, Maxo Cream. So that nigga was snapping on that bitch. Um, what else I like on that bitch? Tiffany Nikes was a vibe. Um, I just had the song title in my head. I had the song title in my head, man. I be hating that. Don't you be hating when a thought be on the tip of your tongue? Pause. <laughs> oh, name ring bell. Love that. Poke it out. Man, that is a big, giant hit. I like, I like Fluctuate because I listened to it a second time. And I got the concept when he said love and hate fluctuates. That's real shit, man. That's hard. Light years was was mid, but it's a good mid. Angles with Chris Brown, pretty good. Nice sample. Dearly beloved, that's my shit. Love that song. Jump in. I think I think Jump In should have been left off the track list. That's probably the only bad song on this album. I didn't like Jump In. I only like the end of Jump In. But I get it though. Every Wale album, he got a go-go dedication. You know, he from DC. So I get that go-go vibe. I get I get what he was trying to do with that record. But I just didn't like the song. I ain't like I just like the end because I I I, I finally got it. But um, fire and ice, fire and ice, nigga. Extra special was good. Beverly Boulevard, fire. That reminded. Uh, I mean, what Beverly Boulevard wasn't quite '88. '88 is just one of those moments in hip hop history that's unforgettable. When Just Blaze and Wale got together to do '88, that's my that's my favorite Wale song. 88. But Caramel definitely is creeping in that Wale top five songs for me, man. That's up there. Way the fuck up there. So, all in all, for Lauren, too, I think that's a classic album, dude. That's a classic album. I mean, I say Ambition's knocking on the door of classic. I say Album About Nothing is a classic for sure. I say Gifted is in between close 
Wow, that's crazy. That's definitely a classic album for sure, for sure. Fire. Um, Attention Deficit was a good album. Wasn't a classic, but pretty good. Good album, though. But let's move on to the games that I was uh, looking at yesterday. Man, it was an interesting night. I was in and out of sleep. I ain't going to cap. You know what I'm saying? But I caught at least... 85% 85% of that Nuggets and Jazz game. Um, Philadelphia and New York. New York is a lot better than I anticipated. I thought New York was going to be a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. I didn't count New York out. Not at all. I'm counting Philly out. Because <laughs> uh, New York beat Philly 112-99. to Um... So, I was I wasn't shocked that New York beat Philly because they should. I can see that being a play-in game matchup. Not gonna lie to you. Um, Joel Embiid was disappointing last night. Fourteen points, two of seven. That's not good. Like, you got Mitchell Robinson locking you up. It's not a good look. Julius Randle had a light 16, 11, and 7. Not bad. Fournier, 18. Kimball Walker. Kimbrick Lamar is having a bounce-back year. He's shooting the ball a whole lot better than he was on Boston. Derrick Rose, 13. Not bad. Tobias Harris led all scorers with 23 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists. And unfortunately, it was wasted on an L because the star player didn't show up. Warriors and Thunder. Man, I definitely regret not watching that fourth quarter because they ra- the, the Warriors rallied from down as many as 15 points to win this game. Steph Curry continues his assault with 23 points. Damian Lee. Brother-in-law, 20 points. Man, brother-in-law got got a cannon on him, man. He got a shot on him. Andrew Wiggins, 21 points. Oh, did you see that dunk that uh, Andrew Wiggins had over my man on OKC? My Lord, that nigga buried a man alive. Here is something you can't understand how I could just kill a man. OKC wasted a great 30-point game from Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He shot 11-19 and 4-5-3. Hey, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is going to be a star one day. Damn. I bet the Clippers will. I bet the Clippers want him back. Can you imagine Shea, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard? But, unfortunately, without Shea, they wouldn't have gotten Paul George. So, it is what it is. Um, and then we get, we had, um, I, I watched that, um, Dallas, some of that Dallas and, uh, Houston game as Dallas Mavericks won 116 to 106. Yo, Jalen Brunson was clowning. Jalen Brunson was clowning last night. He had 11 points and 11 assists, but he was fooling. Luka Doncic with a, yet another impressive 26 points, 14 rebounds and seven assists. 
Porzingis, nine points. Wow. But he only got, yeah, he was two of ten. I keep telling y'all, this nigga Porzingis is ass. He's looking, we looking at draft bust status here for him. This dude was supposed to be a complimentary piece to Doncic and Hardaway, and he's turning out to be nothing more than a role player. Reggie Bullock, 16 points off the bench. Boban Marjanovic scored more points than Kristaps Porzingis. Wow. Eric Gordon, wow, 22 points off the bench. It seems like Eric Gordon is getting back to his form. Um, we got Daniel Tice, 15 and 10. Jalen Green only had 10 points. Wow. Didn't even notice that he was, he only had 10. He was hitting some crazy shots, though. He was only 4-16. My goodness. And the Los Angeles Lakers. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Anthony Davis. Creeping back into that top five. 35.17 rebounds, four assists, and four blocks. Russell Westbrook, best game of the year. 33 points, 10 rebounds, and eight assists. And guess who did not play? <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> Malik Monk, 17 points. Austin Reeves, 10 points. Wow, flavor, flavor voice. You see what happens when you let Russell Westbrook be Russell Westbrook? LeBron James has to be off the ball this season in order for this Lakers shit to work. Russ got to be Russ. Russ has to create. I knew Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis was going to work well together. This is the big man that this is the big man that Anthony Davis, I mean that Russell Westbrook has always needed. And LeBron James just has to be okay with being the third option this year in order for the Lakers to win this championship. LeBron has to be okay with being third. LeBron, you're not a number one option anymore. You got to give it up. You're not a number two option anymore. Russell Westbrook's been doing this triple-double shit forever. You got to let my man be triple-dub Russ. Don't make him a corner three-point shooter. Don't make him a, 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 a jump shooter. Let Russ play the point guard. You play off the ball. Do you know how many alley-oops? You know how much easier it's going to be for you? You know how much less miles you're going to put on your body if you let Russell Westbrook be Russell Westbrook, Braun? Braun was over there looking like that rec league coach fucking all the mamas last night. Brian Brown was like, uh, hey, I need to talk to your mom real quick about your game. I'm about to run my game. <laughs> Brown was looking like a job turkey for show last night. Looking like Darius Love Hall. <laughs> oh, man. But like I said, I feel like the Lakers would be much better with a better coach and more Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis pick and roll action. That's just my thoughts. Now, which leads me back to the million-dollar question. Are the Lakers better without LeBron James? Yes and no. Because I say yes because Westbrook has a lot more room to operate without LeBron stopping the ball. LeBron is a guy that needs the ball in his hand to be effective. 
without that ball, you know, LeBron is kind of suspect and pedestrian. But however, since LeBron shoots a better three-point percentage than Westbrook, LeBron should be able to be a catch-and-shoot guy. Because he does shoot a decent percentage from three. His three just comes and goes. That's all. But I think that he would perform better as a corner three-point shooter than Russ would. Anthony Davis just has to remain aggressive from start to finish. Just like he did last night. I know San Antonio. I understand that San Antonio is San Antonio. I can dig it. They did go to overtime. I can dig it. But I say no. I say yes, they need LeBron James because of the playoff experience. LeBron has four championships. Like, it wouldn't necessarily be wise to let go of LeBron from this team. Despite my personal thoughts. As a business decision, I wouldn't let go of LeBron Unless he is not reliable. But Russ and Anthony Davis has shown and displayed their chemistry. Despite a couple of rough games from Russell Westbrook, the Lakers look all right in that with, with uh Russ and Anthony Davis as one and two options. But I don't know. I don't think LeBron James is gonna default and defer and be a third option, though. That's the only problem. But anyway, that is my show. Um, this is King Known Uncensored. Do the Lakers really need LeBron James? The answer is yes and no. But I'm going to go with yes for now. And I'm going to get the fuck out and let y'all enjoy y'all uh, Tuesday. Oh, Wednesday. My bad. God damn, I'm losing track of time. Shit. Holla.